The following podcast is a presentation of Project Entertainment Network. Welcome to the Sample Chapter Podcast, the show where authors read a sample chapter from one of their books. Here's your host, Jason A. Meiske. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 117 of the Sample Chapter Podcast. You know, depending on what time it is when you listen to this, then I wish you a good morning, uh, maybe a good afternoon, perhaps even good evening. <laughs> it just depends on what time it is and where you are in the world, uh, which is exciting because I, I just I love logging into the back office of this show and looking at where everybody is. There's so many wonderful people out there who are tuning in and checking out this show. I, I hope you're all finding incredible books from these authors who are who have been previous guests and it's I hope to continue bringing amazing content and uh, incredible authors to you week in and week out so make sure you reach out to me and let me know which ones are uh, some of your favorites so far if you have a suggestion for a future author or book then uh, by all means let me know at samplechapterpodcast at gmail.com well, I hope this episode finds you in good health and good spirits, doing well, I hope. It appears that the curve of this pandemic uh, it seems to be flattening out. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're, uh, you're, you've been healthy and that uh, this uh, stay-at-home order hasn't been too tough on you. You know, I, it's easy to, for me to sit back and complain and uh, you know, be upset for having to work so much as I have, but you know, it's one of those, it, it's all in a matter of perspective. It's, uh, you know, I'm not working as hard as the frontline workers, the people in the hospitals, you know, the nurses and doctors, and how hard they're working to protect all of us. I'm not working as hard as, say, you know, the days of when I was in the military or even a few years ago when I first started this podcast and I had two jobs. <laughs> so I was literally squeezing in these interviews and editing in between. But these last several weeks have certainly felt busier than I've been in a long time. And I'm sure that you, the listener, I'm sure you have also felt like that. You know, whether it's been busy or just stressed overall these last few weeks, I, I know you've uh, been feeling it too. So take a breath, relax, do what you can to take it easy for a little bit. And, uh, you know, let's uh, let's just have some perspective and, and realize that you know, it, it is all for the better. It really is. And, uh, you know, if the little bit that you can do by staying home and not going out so much these last several weeks, although that may not affect you, it could affect somebody else. And that's what matters here. So, well, I'm not here to preach about anything, but I do want to take a moment and wish all the mothers around the world a happy Mother's Day. Yes, indeed, it is Mother's Day week. And, uh, you know, that's coming up this Sunday, hoping to go and get to see my mother-in-law and my own mother this weekend. At least that's the plan. Anyway, it's our first time seeing them in a few months, either one of them. So we're hoping that uh, that goes well and uh, the opportunity does present itself. Hopefully you get to spend time with your loved ones. Don't forget to reach out and and, uh, say hi to your mom or, you know, or any mother for that matter. If, uh, if you have a, you know, there's, I, I understand there's times when we can't do that. We can't say hi to our moms anymore, you know, but you can still reach out to somebody else who is a mother and remind them that they are special. 
because <laughs> we literally wouldn't be here without our mothers. <laughs> oh my goodness, all right, I'm feeling cheesy. Maybe it's the maybe it's the time. It's not as early as it was last week when I was working on my episode with Adam Lewis Walker. I mean, that was four in the morning was a very early morning, but <clears throat> it's still early and I'm still working on my first cup of coffee. So maybe we'll move on. <laughs> if I do sound a little bit weird, it is because I'm recording this episode in a different room. My uh, my computer that I've faithfully recorded this show on for the last two years is, uh, I think, on its final legs, and it just doesn't want to, it's so loud in there right now. So I'm actually recording this in a different part of the house, and I got little uh, little grandbabies and asleep in the next room, so I need to be a little bit quiet myself and uh, try not to wake them up, but uh, yeah, this is my time of day when I come in here and talk with you. Well, you know, on the subject of Mother's Day, our guest this week is Ashley Gears, and as a mother, Ashley brings to the show a very touching and sweet book called Dear Sienna, Letters to Every Daughter. It is a beautiful memoir full of letters that she's written uh, to her daughter over a span of seven years <laughs> that she says is, was great therapy for her. Uh, you know, it's a fun interview full of insights uh, into her process, uh, the ideas she had behind writing this. We have some laughs along the way. It's a very introspective and sweet conversation that we have. And that's coming up here in just a few minutes. But first, let me thank you store all out of Warrensburg, Missouri. They are the premier self-storage facility with climate control and non-climate control at two locations. Fully fenced-in facilities. If you are in the need for self-storage, look no further than U Store All. Check them out online at ustoreall.net. That is the letter U S T O R A L L dot net. And I want to thank my favorite writing software, Scrivener. You know, I've been fortunate enough to talk to a lot of authors who do use Scrivener every day, like I do. And you know, I think it's one of those things that if you've tried Scrivener then you understand just how passionate we are about this great software and how much we adore it. Hey, check out this advertisement for Scrivener and uh, listen how you can save yourself 20%. Jason here. Hey, I wanted to take a moment and tell you about my favorite writing tool, Scrivener. Now, I know you've heard about Scrivener because their writing software has been embraced by hundreds of thousands of other writers like you and I, from the novice to best-selling novelists. The reason we all use it is because of Scrivener's core concept to bring all the writing tools you use together in a single application. And with tools like automatic backup, character maps, project goals, and let's not forget that amazing corkboard, you can see why I use Scrivener every day. As a bonus for Sample Chapter Podcast listeners, use code CHAPTER for 20% off your desktop version. Scrivener Writing Software, built by writers for writers. All right, Scrivener, thank you so much for being a sponsor of this show. And uh, yeah, we're going to continue that uh, coupon code out for, oh, we got another two months. It's just the end of June at least that that coupon is good. So if you are listening to this episode anytime in 2020 up to the end of June, you can still reach out and grab that 20% off coupon by using the coupon code CHAPTER. 
Hey, also want to thank our first ever podcast network that we became a part of, Pop Goes the Culture. Click the link in the show notes or head on over to popgoestheculture.com for blogs, articles, everything pop culture related, not to mention several other fantastic podcasts like Fanatics and the Fan, Amazing Nerd Show, Fellowship of the Geeks, and of course the flagship show, Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. And then there's my newest podcast network that we've become a part of, Project Entertainment Network. They now have more than 30 shows in the network with shows like Armcast, Dead Sexy Podcast, The Bizong Podcast, Matters of Faith, Monster Attack, Your New Opinion, Mondo Method, of course us, <laughs> and then a bunch of other new shows like Wandering Monsters, Vicious Whispers, Hash Times, uh, which is their first sporting podcast. And that's just to name a few of the incredible 30 shows, more than 30 shows that are on that network, just like this one. Welcome to Wild Speculation, a podcast where each episode is a short story that explores one of the many strange, wonderful, and sometimes disturbing worlds of speculative fiction. You can find us at wildspeculation.buzzsprout.com, on the Project Entertainment Network, and wherever else you find podcasts. So sit back, enjoy the story, and let your imagination run wild. Alright, click the link in the show notes for more from Project Entertainment Network. And now without further ado, let's get on over to our interview with the adorable Ashley Gears. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another wonderful episode of the Sample Chapter Podcast. Hey, this week we are sitting down with Oregon author Ashley Gears. She is a graphic designer and quite the force to be reckoned with on Twitter. Take my word for it, or don't take my word for it. You need to check her out online. Ashley, welcome to the show. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I've got a half day off of work, so I could come and do this. Well, that's not too bad. Not too bad at all. (laughs) Well, (laughs) let us know a little bit about yourself. Um, I am, like you said, I do graphic design um, by day, and um, writing has just kind of always been a hobby of mine, I would say. Um, Something I do probably mostly therapeutically, and... um, other than that, I'm a mom and of one and a wife, and that's really all there is to it. It's not, <laughs> not too exciting. I'm pretty average. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Well, now, how long, like, what's your earliest memories of writing? Have you, have you been doing it all your life? Um, yeah, honestly, pretty much since I can remember. I um, lost my dad when I was... Uh, just before my seventh birthday. And, um, I definitely remember it being around that time, kind of realizing that writing made me feel better. I come from, I come from a big family. I have three older brothers and, um, a little sister. And I specifically remember when I was little realizing that when I showed emotion, it would make 
my mom and my brothers upset that I was sad. So I learned kind of quickly to internalize, worried about upsetting them. So I would write by myself and it would just make me feel better. So yeah, I remember really as, as far back as six, seven years old doing that. Oh, wow. So this was a lot of journaling or did you do any kind of creative? Yeah. Mostly journaling. I did. I very quickly um, became fond of poetry. So I would read a lot of poetry and then do my best uh, seven-year-old version of poetry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, just kind of went, went from there. Um, I'm, I'm definitely not like a fictional typewriter. I have to write from experience or memories. So it's kind of my style in general. Oh, okay. Well, I, I can definitely give you some advice as an author myself and the authors I've talked to. We've had over 100 so far on the show. Uh, that's what a lot of us do. The ones of us who just make it up for a living, we're still reflecting. Um, they call it writing what you know. And, uh, of course, of course you end up with a lot of people going like, Hey, that character, is that me? (laughs) (laughs) Either you either have to explain yourself or go, Oh no, no, that's not not you at all. No, not you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good though. Now with, with your book, Dear Sienna, is there poetry in this as well? Um, no, I don't have any poems in the book. I, um, I have some poems on my blog that I work on, but in, in the book itself, I don't have any poetry. Okay. So now, and I know we were talking before the episode that you had been working on this off and on, um, putting it together for like seven years, which again, that's another thing you have in common with most authors, including myself. It, it took about seven years for yeah. that, that first book to get done. What made you want to put this into book format? Um, well, initially, when I started writing her letters, um, basically right when she was born, um, I had no intention of making them into a book. It wasn't until um, a few letters in and I was sharing them with, you know, close friends and family, and they, they're the ones who really encouraged me to make a book out of it. And for the longest time, I didn't really want to because I didn't know how to continue to write her books Mm. and make it into or write her letters and make it into a book. But then I kind of came up with the idea of making it into parts and publishing multiple books um, kind of every few years as I go along. Oh, okay. Um, Before that, I really had no idea when I would give her the letters or how I would give her the letters. Um, I was just mostly writing them and figuring that I would know my mother's instinct would tell me (laughs) when to give them to her and how to do it. Well, you know, and it brings up a good point. Something I just realized too, is I I don't think we've really discussed what the book is. Uh, So dear, dear Sienna letters to every daughter. And this Mm -hmm. is part one. Tell us about what is the book and the story behind it. So essentially, it's just a compilation of letters that I've written to her since she was born. I, uh, over the last seven years, have written to her every, I would say, couple, few months or so. I think of something that I 
feel like is important for her to know, whether it's a life lesson or advice that I feel like I want her to have. Um, kind of the reason I started writing her letters in the first place was because I lost my dad and I always wished that I had something of him to hold on to or refer to or um, growing up, I was, you know, desperately wanted like his advice and his input and wondered what he would think or tell me to do in certain situations. And so I kind of um, write the letters with the intention of whether I'm here or not um, for her to refer to if maybe she's too scared to ask me advice or um, like I said, maybe hopefully not, but someday that I'm not here and something that she can look back on and just gain different insights at different ages. And yeah, so that's kind of my, my intention. And each chapter is a different letter to her. Yeah. I, I was just going over the, uh, the contents and seeing each one of these chapters. I mean, this, this sounds uh, for the lack of a better word, this sounds lovely. And just and, and looking at each one of these, I mean, some of them are uh, self-explanatory, I think, you know, happily mm-hmm. ever after and home, Mother's Day, things like that. But like one of them, like the very first one just really grabs your attention. What my heart sounds like from the inside. Yeah. This is, I mean, so much of this is so touching. Well, it's, um, I, I won't lie. I've cried writing probably 90% of them. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I definitely tried, tried to be as authentic and vulnerable with them as possible so that she feels my love and, um, just knows that I always come from, you know, truly caring about her and wanting what's best for her. So hopefully that's how they come across. Wow. These are, these look incredible. I cannot wait to dive through some of these myself. I, and I, I'm, I'm a crier. I know like <laughs> my, my kids friends are always talking about like, Oh gosh, your dad looks so scary. I would hate to upset him. And they just kind of <laughs> laugh. Cause they're like, my dad will cry watching a movie about a dog or, you know, the daughter looked at her dad and said, I love you dad. And he's just my dad. I'm that's me. I'm <laughs> blubbering in my chair, like, oh, kids, come here, I love you. <laughs> so I know I'm going to lose it going through here and reading this. So, And you're working on a second one, a follow-up with more letters. Yeah, I um, I have two, two letters done of part two. Like I said, I just kind of um, write them as they, as they come to me. So I'm not sure... Um, you know, when part two will come out, I guess when I feel like I have enough letters to put them together, but I do have two of them done already. Very cool. Now I know you do a blog as well. Do you share any of these letters on the blog or do you try to keep them separate? Um, I did always post the letters before I published the part one. I, all of the letters were available on my blog. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I published, I took them all down. And, but now I do have the next two on there. So I'll kind of do the same thing where put them on the blog probably as I go. But then once I compile them into a book, I'll tuck them away again. Oh, okay. 
So, Ashley, one of the things, one of my questions that has been coming up a lot lately amongst other authors is what they have learned in a process. Um, <laughs> usually it's, I'm talking to an author who's been researching um, serial killers or something historical. This is a very different experience uh, with the memoirs. So what what have you learned about yourself in this process? I guess I've learned that, I guess I've discovered that I'm um, more open and kind of vulnerable than I thought. I always um, kind of considered myself as guarded and um, private and kind of stoic, I guess. Mm. And doing this and sharing this and the whole process of it has made me realize that I'm actually a lot more comfortable um, sharing myself and my feelings and my experiences than I kind of anticipated. Um, it's just not something that intimidates me the way that I would have thought, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Cause this would be something that, I, I mean, and I I'll, I'll speak for myself. That's something that, uh, you know, if I want to write a book, I'm going to write fiction and I'll talk about my feelings in third person from a different character Right. Um, kind, of, kind of like what we're saying here with, uh, or what I was saying before, where it's like I'm writing from life, but it's not, it's not me. Mm -hmm. But I'm finding it to be therapeutic in that way. But you are taking it to that next level with this memoir um, and really sharing it in a way that I don't know that I could do. So it, I, I, think, I think it's very brave. Oh, thank you. Well, so, you know, and we already touched on a little bit, you've got quite the Twitter following, and you were telling me how the way you decided today's reading was by having your fans uh, pick one out for you. So maybe you could do something along the same way and, and have people read your blog and say, hey, which one for this chapter, which one for that chapter? I have, yeah, I have um, awesome friends on Twitter. They help a ton with different things that, different projects that I have, and they're awesome. Oh, that's great. Where where would somebody go? Obviously, Twitter. Uh, where where would people go to find and follow you? Um, Twitter is my biggest one, and then I'm also on Instagram. My Instagram is at Garrett Graphics Inc. Um, and my Twitter is a fierce mind. But other than that, I don't really have any other social media. I actually did not have any social media whatsoever until I was. 30. So it's been about a year and a half now okay. before that. I, I didn't have anything. I never, I never even had like MySpace or Facebook. I've never had any, <laughs> anything. Oh my goodness. MySpace. So that that new, takes me back. <laughs> it's been a new adventure. This whole social media thing. <laughs> uh, it definitely, it, it is what you make it. And yeah. you seem to be making the best of it. You have, Great advice, great followers, and uh, I, I love the way you just shut people down who want to come on and be idiots. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so that's good to see. You, you definitely seem to have a, a sense of humor about it all. <laughs> well, if you can't laugh about it, I mean, it's <laughs> kind of a waste, I figure. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. 
Well, we'll make sure to have links in the show notes for all of this, all, all of your uh, where to find and follow you, and of course a link to the uh, the Amazon as well, so that way people can uh, make sure to find that. I'm excited because I'm a big uh, Kindle Unlimited user because of the show. Every week I'm always finding a new book that I've got to start diving into, and this is another one uh, that, yeah, I'm going to have to check this out and mm, read this you. and cry and... <laughs> Like all my books that I read, I will definitely post a review once I get done with this. So, I appreciate it. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. I'm, I'm so happy that you came on and, uh, and shared your story. Yeah, thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for me to step aside. I'm going to grab a drink and listen intently to our guest today, Ashley Gears, with her debut book, Dear Sienna, Letters to Every Daughter. Chapter 26, Be You. Dear Sienna, today on the way to school, you told me, when you grow up, you want to be me. I asked if you meant a graphic artist. You said no, just actually grow up and be me. Humbling, that's the closest I could describe such a moment. I realize you're five and a half, and you've yet to figure out just how many options you have out there waiting for you in that great big world. But still, the statement gave me pause. Pause because I was reminded, yet again, how immense my responsibility to simply be your mom is. I take my job seriously. I recognize you look up to me, watch my every move, and hear my every word, even when you pretend you don't. You are intuitive, observant, and extremely intelligent, all qualities that help in your ability to feel my energy in any given situation. We're connected, not just as mother and daughter, but in the very depths of our souls. I could never put into words how lucky I am to have you. I believe you know exactly what I'm talking about. Since this brief yet substantial moment, I have been self-evaluating, assessing what it is exactly to be me. And within this appraisal, it hit me. Life is so very amazing. How it works, the irony, the timing, the magical, unique moments that collide. So subtle at times, we often miss their connection. Luckily, I caught this one, fleeting as it could have been. I realized your statement and my self-evaluating questions that followed were so perfect for this period of my life. Recently, I decided to begin writing my life story, piece by piece. I've been rehashing all of my most monumental life experiences, digging them up, forcing myself to sit in them, and breaking them down minute by minute, emotion by emotion. Throughout this process, I've not only found peace, but above all else, I've found pride. Take a leap of faith such as this, writing all my experiences down, my emotions, my weaknesses, my shortcomings, my greatest vulnerabilities, was intimidating, to say the least. I questioned myself many times if I really wanted to do this. I backed down and stood back up, over and over. And now that I'm on the other end of it, I feel brave. I feel liberated. I feel pride. Pride in myself. Pride in my courage. Pride in my realization that when I set my mind to something, I succeed. Pride in being able to show you, physically, mentally, spiritually, that you, my sweet girl, can do anything you want to do. Be anything you want to be. Because you're my daughter. You are the biggest piece of me out there in this world. To be me is to be you. You are what makes me me. You inspire me, inspire me to be the best version of myself I can muster. You inspire me to take chances, to step out of my comfort zone, 
to self-evaluate, to stare fear and change right in the eyes and overcome. You are my drive, my heart, my soul. I hope now, as you read this, you still find being me something of honor. But more than that, I hope you believe you have everything in you to be so much more. Love you, baby girl. Shoot for the stars. Mama. That was Ashley Gears reading a sample chapter from her debut book, Dear Sienna, Letters to Every Daughter. Oh my gosh, what an incredible book. I picked it up actually last night. I read maybe half of it in that time. And yes, indeed, I did tear up a few times. <laughs> I think you will too. I think it's almost impossible not to tear up. Click the link in the show notes for this book and more from Ashley Gears. Don't forget to also click on our friends and sponsors alike and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out next week when I'm back with a new author, a new book, and a brand new sample chapter. Take care, everyone. Wish your mothers happy Mother's Day, and we'll see you again real, real soon. This has been a presentation of the Project Entertainment Network.